0: Frataloni's Ace Hardware and Garden Stores brings you Garage Logic Podcast number 402, June 15th, 2020. It was 95 degrees on this day in 2018. So if you had a lake home, you were surrounded by all your kids and your kids' friends because you were smart enough to use Aquaside to get rid of the weeds, the unwanted vegetation, the algae. Those products are easy to use. They work right away. They're registered with both the EPA and DNR, and they're completely safe for you, the fish, and your family. Plus, the lake detective would agree. You don't need to let weeds overtake your lake or pond or the old swimming hole this summer. Call Aquaside today, White Bear Lake Company. They'll help you identify your weed problem and make sure your place looks great all summer long. You can call Aquaside at 1-800-328-9350 or go to Aquaside.com. Check out those Aquaside pellets. They're the top seller and as classic as a Chris Craft boat that I'm looking at right now, cruising slowly on Spoon Lake. The low on this day was in 1989 when it was 41 degrees. And now, from the mayor's office, above the boathouse, on the east shore of Spoon Lake, it's Garage Logic with Rookie on Production. Chris Reavers, Director of Social Media, John Hyde in the Newsroom, and occasionally Kenny from the Krabby Coffee Shop. Here is your Flashlight King, Fireworks Commissioner, and Keeper of Common Sense, your Mayor, Joe Souchere. There's an amazing statement in the uh, Minneapolis paper today. Minneapolis City Council Vice President Andrea Jenkins who represents the ward where George Floyd was killed and is among the council members who've pledged to begin the process of ending the Minneapolis Police Department, said in an interview that she hopes his death will spur change in St. Paul because it's a story about the mayors uh, undergoing their, their heartbreak. Uh, there, and here's her quote. There is no institution in Minneapolis or St. Paul that is not a racist institution. Let Let me say wrong. that
1: again. Say that again. There's there is
0: no wow. institution in Minneapolis or St. Paul that is not a racist institution, she said. Let me be real clear. Everybody needs to clean up their house. There is no institution in Minneapolis or St. Paul that is not a racist institution. Well, that's kind of game, set,
2: and match, isn't it? How do you yeah.
0: push back against that?
2: Yeah, that's pretty <laughs> well, darn foolish, too. Tell it. her she's wrong.
0: This is ridiculous. What institution? So. Isn't the City Council of Minneapolis an institution? Yep. Mm-hmm. Well, they're racist, then. Yep. The mayor's office is an institution. They're racist. The library system is an institution. They must be racist. Uh, the schools, the colleges, uh, uh, the
2: sports teams, they must all be racist. What about those guys that go around planting trees in the boulevard? Uh, I don't like that crew. No, they're racist. Uh, well, no wonder.
0: Yeah, how do you? How do you? How
2: you can't reason with that type of logic.
0: With a tone of this nature established by the vice president of the city council, I think Lisa Bender is the president. Yes, she is the vice president of the of the Minneapolis City Council. If this is her worldview, no one wins. You can't win.
1: We're going to remove every picture, every statue. What what history will we have?
0: Well, I, I, in context, I, I think she's referring to, uh, obviously, she's uh, buying into the narrative that police departments all over the world or nation are systemically racist. So the the context of her quote is that she's, she's certainly leading the charge to defund the police department or change it dramatically because it's been racist. Uh, but then she throws in. There is no institution in Minneapolis or St. Paul that is not a racist institution. I don't know how to deal with that. I don't know how to deal with that kind of uh, preposterous thinking.
1: It, it's, it's mind-numbing. Uh, so that's a, that's a mind, Joe, that will not be undone. Yeah, how do you reason with that? You, you you can't. She's she's locked and loaded. That can't be stripped away like an onion. And trying to get her to a a some type of middle ground, she's not willing to do that.
3: Rod sent but, us an email over the weekend. You guys, and I want to read this right now. Who Re- did? Uh, Rod from George Orwell's 1984. Every record has been destroyed or falsified. Every book rewritten. Every picture has been repainted. Every statue and street building has been renamed. Every date has been altered, and the process is continuing day by day and minute by minute history has stopped nothing exists except an endless present in which the party is always right holy bleep here's from kevin mcdonald i have a quick question
0: and an observation if the christopher columbus statue was taken down illegally without going through the proper channels when and what are the plans for putting it back up if we keep discarding our history good and bad Will it look like this in the coming years ahead? Hi, my name is one, and this is my partner three. (laughs) We live in the wonderful city of JS164. Our place of residence is close to the park. You know, Park BT498. We have a lovely cabin on Lake HG781. It's always nice to go there uh, whenever our children, 11, 15, and 43, are not going to school at IV-521. Oh, and that's right. We need to bring uh, our two-year-old overdue uh, late books with no consequences back to the library, KGM-365. Keep pushing back Kevin McDonald. Well, that's what's going to happen. Yep. Uh, that's what's going to happen. I, Reminds I didn't, me of uh, Terminals 1 and 2, Such.
3: Yeah. Oh, you're The main right. one,
0: not the main one.
3: Wait, wait. Yeah. Did you just call that school KGM? The letter G is now racist.
0: Yeah. <laughs> what is it? I, I meant to start with a positive note from Santa Bell, Jim. Yep. And then a troubling note that I'll get to. But uh, Santa Bell writes, "Good morning. I have basically nothing to say, but I have ha- I have a load of positivity. Wasn't the weather absolutely as nice as it gets around here? Oh. One of our favorite things to do is go to different venues for our walks." We changed them around to prevent boredom. We went to two of them this weekend, Saturday, the state fairgrounds, and Sunday, Lake Phelan. The fairgrounds is always fun just because we love the fair, and it's like walking the Twilight Zone. No people in a small, abandoned city. We have walked every square inch, and there are some neat places off the main streets in the back alleys and walkways. And yesterday was the best. Lake Phelan was filled with people of every color, size, and nationality, and everyone, everyone was having a great time. Smiles everywhere and kids laughing and playing. No conflicts, no BLM, no vandalism, no anything. Just a whole bunch of Americans having a wonderful Sunday. Picnics everywhere. A very uplifting, positive experience. Everyone we pass says hi to everyone else with smiles and small talk occasionally. Nothing to reflect the current strife. But ultimately, it was as it should be all the time. We refuse to watch any news after such a normal weekend. Sanibel Jim. Yeah, the news will bring you down. Right now, it should be national news of the behavior of the police officers in St. Cloud, Minnesota. Hear, hear. Police in St. Cloud, Minnesota say an 18-year-old man shot an officer in the hand during an arrest early Monday morning. St. Cloud Police Chief Blair Anderson said shortly after midnight, officers received information there was a man with a firearm outside a local business on the south side of the city. They responded and made contact with the suspect, who then fled. After a short pursuit, the officers caught up with the suspect, and a fight ensued. During the struggle, the suspect pulled out a handgun and fired one shot, striking the officer in the hand. Neither of the officers discharged their weapons, said the chief. The injured officer was taken to the hospital. He is currently in surgery, but his injury is considered non-life-threatening, and he's in good spirits. The suspect is also in the hospital. He is in custody. The incident lasted approximately five minutes, according to the chief, Anderson said he is proud of the officers involved because deadly force was absolutely warranted in the incident, but they showed restraint.
1: That's amazing, isn't it?
0: You want to see what good policing looks like? You want to see what community policing looks like? You want to see what community engagement looks like? Come up to St. Cloud and we'll show you, he said. Shortly after the incident, a crowd of around 100 people formed and marched to the police station. The chief said the crowd was acting on information, bad information, and flat-out lies. Yeah, it immediately spread on social media that the cops had shot two black teenagers in she St. Cloud.
3: Gosh, you're kidding me. No.
0: We had information that when they arrived at the police station, their intent was to damage property and take over the police station. The huh? chief said that did not happen. <laughs> here, 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 here. <laughs> and and uh, uh, several other properties were damaged. Four people are now in custody on charges related to the incident. What I don't know... And I looked everywhere I could, and reporting isn't what it used to be. How did the uh, protesters uh, finally get the word that they got wrong information? Uh, I wonder what, what got to them to say, hey, well, hey, right. hey I, the cops I, I didn't guess, shoot
2: two black guys. Yeah, I would guess somebody came out and said,
1: what the hell? Yeah. And look you at know? how fast people use it as gospel, you take know? it as gospel.
0: Yeah. Well, it's just a shame. I... I have a lot of thoughts about the shooting in Atlanta, uh, the Brooks fellows, Rashad Brooks. Yes, and uh, I I don't think he should have been shot. And of course, what you're going to get is the well, you know, if only he had
3: followed orders. Uh, well, the copper talked to him for what twenty minutes. It was I think just just under that. It was like nineteen minutes. I think one
0: cop appears to be filming it, and the other cop is they're chatting. They're chatting at no point. Is Brooks threatening? Uh, they obviously have made sure he doesn't have a gun. He had no companions with him. They had rousted him. He was sleeping in his car, and they, they claimed that they wanted to make sure he was all right. Okay. So now he's standing there, and it's the old Earl Weaver line. Take my word for it. I'm drunk. Right. right. And Because he was. He was. Uh, you could tell he was. And the one copper just kept saying, I, I need you to take this breathalyzer test. And he didn't know what that meant, and finally it was explained to him, and and uh, then the copper keeps saying, I want a yes or no answer. Will you take this test? Yes or no? Well, finally he said yes. And uh, he took, the, this, is, this is, lots of chatter has gone on here. Right. I'm condensing it a bit because <clears throat> I'm going to get to the larger observation I have. So the copper t- does the breathalyzer and says, well, you're, uh, you're over the legal limit. Turn around, I'm putting the handcuffs on you. And at that point, the guy resisted. And uh, the claim is he took their taser. And he was. uh, Then they also claim as he was fleeing, he pointed the taser at them. And then he gets shot in the back twice and dies. Uh, There's a lot of questions to be asked here. If tasers are that lethal, uh, maybe use of tasers has to be rethought. No. Okay. Larger point. Larger point. You're a cop. You've spent 20 minutes with this guy. You've had every opportunity in the world to read the situation. Doesn't have a gun. Doesn't have a gang of people around him. Uh, By the best of your determination, you could have have decided that he had no ill intent. He was sleeping it off in his car. And as he told the officer, all I want to do is go home. I just want to go home. I'll walk home. I'll walk home. You had 20 minutes of this. Uh, admittedly, you, you, you didn't know how he would react when you attempted to put the handcuffs on him. But you might have deduced. Well, I, don't, I shouldn't even say you might have deduced. I'll just stick with the first 20 minutes. Why didn't you just call him an Uber and say, you know what, pal, go home? Why, did, do it have, why did it have to get to this? Why did it have to get to this? We don't do that
2: anymore. If you're behind the wheel, uh, and even if you're stopped and you're sleeping and uh, the keys are in it, I, I believe you're guilty of driving
3: uh, yeah. under the influence at yeah. the very least. You're right. And here's the other part, too. Whether it was this situation in Atlanta or what we saw with the, the 75-year-old guy up in Buffalo, if you're a police officer right now, you have to realize that yeah. there are multiple cameras on you at every instance when you're trying to apprehend anyone. You have to operate under that assumption. You have to... Th- and I'm pro-cop. Okay, None why of us not?
2: know the rules of the use of force, though. None of us can recite those rules. We don't know them.
0: but well, why not? Okay. Uh, uh, okay, you, you need to hold him accountable for DUI. I, I, I agree. All right? Yeah. But after 20 minutes of talking to him, can't you see the wisdom and maybe say, you know what, pal, we'll, we're going to knock on your door tomorrow morning and we'll, we'll settle this. We'll arrest you then. Uh, you you want to go home? And I, 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 I would like to think if I'm the cop, and that's an impossible imagination because you don't know what your reaction would be. I would like to think I would have said to him, Oh hell, go home. We'll we'll take care of this. We'll find you tomorrow morning, and we'll have a chat. Have
2: about you been it. Have you been visiting Liberal Lakes? Or, or no, euphoria? I just I, I just here.
0: I just I just can't. Uh, I we, we you just had twenty minutes anymore, to think. think,
2: Copper. Hey, Copper, you had twenty minutes to read this. You had twenty minutes to think. But nothing about the guys from the short videos that I've seen that they've posted. Uh, nothing I've seen leads us to believe that this was going to be the outcome now you could argue that hey hey maybe uh police training should have you know taught them this or they should have been prepared for this or or this should be something they already know but didn't the guy's demeanor seem really calm and laid back and not at all threatening absolutely it's what i've been saying it's what i've
3: been saying But I think if you're, you know, if you're a person of law, again, if you're a person of law enforcement, you have to realize that the country is absolutely on edge right now. And I'm sure I'm angering every member of law enforcement hearing me say this because. I know you are.
0: But I I just think, look, if they had rousted him, you know, they go into his car door and he gets out throwing punches. That's a whole different scene. Right. That's a whole different, whole different action. He didn't. He got out of the car and said, What's up? What's happening? I know you're just doing your job. And He stood there plaintively. He didn't. Uh, I, I, I just he, think it's, it's just crazy. Did it's he crazy. fall asleep
2: in the drive-through line or was he parked in the lot? Uh, well,
0: the video I saw, it appeared that he was in the lot, but I've also read
2: that he was in the drive-through line. Yeah, that's what uh, I was under the impression, so, that he was in the drive-through line.
0: Well, and in the meantime, you've got two cops in St. Cloud who, God bless them, I, I don't know where they summoned the, the will. I mean, they, they
1: were shot at. Right, right. <laughs> where did they summon their restraint? Their adrenaline would have been already as high as can be, and then to hear or feel the gunshot would, would es- even more escalate your, uh, your uh, fight or
2: flight. Maybe they just didn't have time to draw. You know, maybe it happened that quickly. Well, God bless them anyway. They didn't, and I'm glad they didn't. Uh,
0: I, I, I'm sure that uh, I'm sure that many listeners find my attitude about the Atlanta shooting off the off base. Uh, perhaps many are saying, "Well, you're being naive, Joe. Those cops didn't know what was going to become of them once this fellow started resisting arrest and st- uh, allegedly stealing their taser. Uh, those tasers can kill you. You know, they could. They, yeah. can ins- they can incite a heart attack." It's fifty thousand volts, isn't it? That's
1: so why I don't want to ever be tased. No, I don't want to be tased.
0: So I, I, I'm sure that uh, he was instantly fired. The police chief resigned.
1: Uh, uh, just, Gosh, uh, just, I mean, if this is. This can't be the. Uh, I hate the new normal, but this can't be the next step. Um, uh, th- these police officers. R- r- What's going to happen now? Uh,
0: Six people were injured, some seriously, by gunfire early Sunday morning outside a bar in North Minneapolis. Police said it happened just before 2 a.m. in the 200 block of West Broadway. Authorities received a report of a shot spotter activation and then reports of the shooting. Preliminary investigation yielded that a fight had broken out inside an establishment. The fight spilled outside, shots were fired. Three victims taken by private vehicle to Hennepin County Medical Center. Two were taken in North Memorial. A six was located a few blocks from the shooting scene and taken to a hospital by ambulance. Condition reports for the victims were not available Sunday, but some had life-threatening injuries, with police noting that because of the severity of some of the injuries, homicide detectives responded to the scene. At last report, there had, been no, uh, there had not been arrests in the case. Okay, Andrea Jenkins, uh, how are you going to handle this two years from now? You going to send the right. justice, We'll have grief
3: counselors going right. to, to You're uh, gonna
0: send the justice choir out there, maybe sing a few songs. Who are you kidding, Andrea Jenkins? Uh, and here are the uh, police there's no reports police did anything untoward. It's the police who have to respond to this stuff. What's going to gonna replace that?
1: to immediately and how will they be armed? Presumably because they won't be. Well, okay, but if you've got to de-escalate a situation where I know. there's a... They'll have they'll one have of those
3: circus a... clown you know, flowers that squirts water. Okay, yeah, yeah. Be yeah. yeah. I taste. was actually yeah.
2: going to say a circus uh, clown nose oh, yeah. and, a, and, a, and a kazoo. <laughs> and the funny feet, the funny shoes, <laughs> yeah. the big shoes, <laughs> and, and a fun kazoo to play. Yeah.
1: What, 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 because here's... Here, I'm sorry, but let me just... Here's what's not going to change that needs to change. Uh, everybody talks about change. Yes, the police department needs some major overhauls in probably many cities. Even the the great lads in St. Cloud may need a little uh, training, but it sounds like they're pretty darn tough. But what needs to change is how uh, people that are arrested, and you see it on Cops and Live PD. It's 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 well, all anymore. races. They both oh, right, got canceled. Right, <laughs> right yeah, but uh, the the culture has to change. It can't be this is the way we do, this is our culture, you really need to, 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 to take a look. And through guys like Reverend uh, Tim and, and, and those mentors really need to say, thuggery isn't, really isn't the well, they way. they are.
2: They are, Matthew. And they I mean, are saying it. Uh, I know on they're saying
0: mean, how, uh,
1: how do we get it to these guys that are, are still... Uh, doing you, the bad you stuff. You,
2: you start when they're children, and it starts in the family, and it starts in the home, and it and it goes to education and offering them hope and offering what still them hasn't a life, been, a life outside of the ghetto. You know what still hasn't life. been
0: heard. What still hasn't been heard by any voice of authority. What still hasn't been heard? Um, Tell us. Let me, me think. Us. Not one word of admonition to the behavior of the people
2: themselves, yeah. the okay. citizens.
1: I, that's the, I guess that's I, what I was I'm a, trying to address.
2: I was about to jump in on that very notion, Such. If they're in a bar and they're drinking and they're carrying a firearm, whether they have a permit to carry or not, they're breaking the law. Right. Uh, if you have a permit to carry and you're drinking, you're the dumbest guy on the planet. Absolutely. That thing, needs, that thing needs to be in your safe at home, not in your car, in your safe at home. You don't mix alcohol with your permit to carry ever for any reason. So Now
0: imagine imagine having this conversation. With City Council Vice President Andrea Jenkins. Andrea, what is your reaction to six wounded by gunfire in a gun battle in North Minneapolis after the hour of midnight on Saturday? You can't have that conversation with her because I would be accused of racism. She believes everything's racist, she believes every single institution in the Twin Cities is racist. So, how do you? Have, here's a voice of authority who's absolutely useless to solving anything just useless.
1: Yeah. Ah uh, boy, oh that's uh, okay, that's part of the pr- I
2: guess that's part of my question. She's useless. not going to change. She's useless. No. Just
0: absolutely useless.
2: Not only Matthew will she not change, she's not open to discussion. That's that's the dangerous part. Yep. And that's uh,
1: that's if if you take a look at what's happening today, that's so irresponsible. The, the, those yeah, city yeah, leaders are supposed to be the ones saying, yes, let's have a dialogue. But they're all pandering. They're all, it's. Yep. Yep.
2: Well. Monday.
1: <laughs> right. Are we going to make it to Friday? I don't know. <laughs>
2: All we're doing here, Chris, is putting off the inevitable town ball story. So just what uh, do you go? We'll, we'll you do got? that during just, Monday night sports
3: talk. Yeah, we got sports talk for that. That's uh, don't get too worked up about that. <laughs> 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 <Yeah. sighs> but it is frightening to think about the road we're heading down here. It, it, it truly is because I I was having a discussion with the bride over the weekend, thinking, you know, I have an eight and a five year old. What the what the hell is it going to be like in ten years when you know he's eighteen? I, I'm really I'm petrified. I am.
0: As well you should be. Joe, I'm a third-generation listener. I love the show and everything about it. I live in northern Minnesota, and I want to bring a little light into the guys giving you a tough time on your use of paper. I own and operate a small logging company. When I say small, it's just me. I run a large John Deere harvester that has the ability to fell the tree, delim, and then cut uh, into selected wood. That's Kenny's lengths. dream cool. job. Oh, my God, I
2: love <laughs> those things. Oh. A
0: large part of the wood I cut is brought to pulp mills and then turned into many things from paper, clothing, toiletries, etc., and even your chill boy's underwear. <laughs> so when the dum-dums are giving you a hard time about printing everything and anything, just simply tell them paper is a renewable resource and without the use of wood pulp, those precious private parts would be in tough shape. One last <laughs> (laughs) Last thing, I am 29 years old, and my cylinder index is 113, and it all runs. P.S. Reavers, Budweiser is called Diesel. Oh yeah. Yeah, <laughs> Brian,
2: Brian Horseman wrote that. That's fantastic. <laughs> now Kenny's
3: going to email me to see if he can be an intern at his yeah, logging right? company. <laughs> uh, Brian,
2: I'm going to need you to come down to the farm and get rid of every single one of my basswoods. <laughs> Take my basswoods. I need those things gone, and I have a crop of them. Our friend Dave Bliss, who uh, uh, often is living in Bulgaria,
0: yes, says we're still stuck in the U.S. until the government resumes regular production of passports. One of our kids' passports expired, and the website... Uh, tells us that it is going to take several months to get a new one. Still, we are making the best of it. Saturday, Sasha and I spent the morning doing a home improvement project. After we finished, we were thinking of ways to relax in the afternoon. and She said maybe we should go to Grunhofer's to pick up some brats and maybe try a meatloaf. I was out the door in 30 seconds. That clearly counts as permission. On the road, we saw a sign on the side of the road, and she said, hey, look, it's an ad for Mosquito Shield. Twice in one day, Sasha mentioned Garage Logic sponsors. I think she officially qualifies as a CI girl, Dave Bliss. P.S., they were out of meatloaf.
3: Oh, oh
1: of course they were. We reversed. Reversed. This is this I was is not Grun- there. I was this, not there.
0: This is Grunhofer's Old Fashioned Meats in Hugo on Highway 61. Uh, they got a brand-new brat the Italian supreme brought oh, mild Italian Lord. sausage, red and green bell pepper, oh. onions, mozzarella cheese, cheddar cheese, hot pepper cheese, beer cheese soup, bacon brat is still going strong. Meatloaf has turned into a crazy, crazy thing. Uh, customers keep coming in and asking if Reavers takes all the meatloaf. Spencer is making 100 pounds of meatloaf every week. week, And uh, as I told you the other day, he endorses putting the meatloaf on the smoker, and by the, uh, the way, smoker, uh, in the smoker. A,
3: a Twitter follower suggested, Rook, you're gonna love this. Yep, take the meatloaf, turn them into patties on the grill.
1: Oh, wow,
0: why not just have hamburgers? Because well, you can get those saying. at Grunhoffers too. But
3: he's saying, though, the flavor
1: of the meatloaf would would, would be an e- would equal, burger. a great burger as well. He's
0: right, well, too. I'm you have, have, fun. That. have fun, have fun, What the to an experiment. And drool. <laughs> Right at the north end of Hugo on Highway 61, Grunhofer's Old Fashioned Meats. We'll be back in a moment.
2: Here's a man who spends hours in hardware stores, sifting through the nuts and bolts of life, Joe Souchere. You know, Hermie, Hermie said it
1: best on uh, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer What's so many that? so many what? years ago with that wonderful what? rank in production. Um, <laughs> Let's be independent together. And you know what? If you want what to be what the hell are you talking about? you <laughs> sure, remember? Herbie said that to Rudolph? Let's be independent together. No, you me. know what,
0: Matt? I don't remember saying so that
1: to Rudolph. Who remembers
2: the names, I'll, Matthew? I'll bring it
1: over. And we'll Rookie watch does. It. Will, I'll bring it over and we'll watch it. You are going to remember this though. If you want your independence, well, you can financial independence from your energy with Live Wire Solar. They're going to help you save money. They're going to custom design a solar energy system for your home, but more importantly for your business. If you're a business owner, you're cutting. Corners here and there to save money. They've got a financing program available where you can install a system, zero out-of-pocket costs, and it pays for itself in four to six years. Think of the money you're going to save on that energy bill of yours. Let that soak in right now. No out-of-pocket, and your system is actually paid in four to six years. If you want to save money like that and be independent together, your energy bill is going to be gone. That's right. Gone for your business. Gone for your home when you call Livewire Solar. They're the Midwest. Oh, they're wonderful guys. They're solar experts and they have additional local programs in different areas where you can save even more money. Yes, there's incentives all over for solar. So see immediate savings with live wire solar. 651. 688 2400 Or go to LiveWireSolarMN.com. No obligation analysis for your building and a report on how much money you can save. What have you got to lose? Troy and Tim, they are GLers. They're brothers. They'll take care of you and your property. 651-688-2400. Or go to LiveWireSolar.com and be independent together.
0: I'm looking right now. Uh, I want to go back to Atlanta uh, for a moment. Uh, I, I cannot verify... That as a DUI suspect, you are handcuffed. Uh, it, it would stand a reason that maybe you are, but I can't. I can't find it. I can't find any evidence that that's part of the
3: part of the protocol.
1: Well, and do, if you if you, would well, that be city, county, or state?
3: I'm not sure. But if you reject a breathalyzer, doesn't that don't you admit guilt if you refuse? He, he didn't reject it, but he did initially.
0: Yeah, but uh, uh, calmly and and it was it was more in the matter of what the hell is that? Anyway, I mean you yeah, explain that to me. You know, he right. didn't know what the hell it was. Okay. I'm just saying, uh I can't. Let me look one more spot here. Uh, roadside tests. Okay. He didn't give them any tests. He just gave him the breathalyzer. Uh mandatory chemical tests and implied consent arrested t- if police determine there's probable cause You'll likely be, oh, you'll likely be cuffed and taken to the local jail or police station. Okay. okay. That's from a site. Uh, I don't know what site I'm on. Uh, law enforcement site. Uh, NOLO, whatever that is. Maybe that's New Orleans. I don't know. Uh, and in any event, uh, <sighs> the, am, I, am I asking too much? And again, I'm only, I'm only having these thoughts because that incident played out over enough time. I'm making the judgment. Over enough time to have reached a better conclusion than that. Is that a fair statement?
1: I'd say it's it, fair, yes. It, it,
0: it played out over enough time uh, for the officer to have understood that that officer was not under any threat or duress. I suppose my... My euphorian thinking goes flying out the window when, uh, when the young guy uh, freaks out at the handcuffs hmm. and starts thrashing and fighting and stealing, allegedly stealing the taser and running. and uh,
2: Shoot, it's just a, it's just a, it, t- a tough deal. He, he pointed, he, didn't he turn and point the taser at the officer? I, I saw the officer making evasive action. It almost looked like he had been hit but I have not heard anything about uh, him deploying the taser. No.
0: Well, if, 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 what do you think the country's mindset? I, I mean, the the left is obviously going to charge the cop with, with racism. Uh, But, well, murder with murder, but I wonder if anybody's thinking like I am, except uh, what are you struggling with, Joe? Yeah. I'm struggling with the fact that in that instance, I don't think that guy needed to be shot. That's what I'm struggling with.
2: I, 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 same here, and I'm wondering if the difference between being shot and not shot is the fact that he grabbed the taser. If he was just running, I don't think he would have been shot. But I think he grabbed that taser, and well, it that's kind a, of looked... Yeah, that's, go that, ahead.
1: That's a, that is a game changer. If they have reco- I mean, taken any of your, your weaponry, which that, I would consider that a weapon... Um, that is a game changer to escalate, to bring up, you know, uh, what's he going to do with it? What's our next move? Okay, then
0: why did the police chief instantly resign and that cop get instantly fired if there's this thinking that he was operating under proper procedures? Yeah, it seems like an admission of guilt. You're right. Well, that's it, the
3: tone, though, right. that's been set right here in our own backyard. That, that, I mean, they're, they're we're trying right. to do that to get ahead of the protests and the violence. They're, they're just to trying ahead. to keep
0: the city from burning down. That's basically uh, why. So we're going to fire you. You're gone, and the police chief resigns. Uh, Keisha, what's her last Keisha something Bottoms is the mayor of uh, Atlanta. Help who, me, uh, wise who, staff. Uh, who, by the way, we played that clip Lance, from. isn't
3: it Keisha Lance Bottoms? Yes, we played the clip from her. Oh. The night right. of the protests. Yeah. You're right. And she admonished all of the people that were that were riot or that were rioting. It well, maybe Keisha,
0: Keisha maybe Keisha Lance Bottoms saw that picked up the phone and said to the chief, "You're done and fire that cop instantly. You resign and you fire that cop right now." Maybe mm. that maybe that's how that happened. Could be. Yeah.
1: Just to just to keep everything, well, I mean
3: But people need to be aware of the fact that yeah, we can keep doing this, but <laughs> We're gonna run out of cops here pretty soon. I mean, we had a bunch of cops that resigned from MPD over the weekend. Okay, uh, and you know what? Uh, you know what? A lot
0: is asked of cops. Yes, they they see the things that we don't see.
2: Oh they boy, hear the they. things. They hear the yep. things
0: we don't hear. Yep. They deal with the problems that we don't want to deal with. And I'm sure there's a strain of thought running through the craft of policing that you as, the, as an officer, you probably more than any other uh, type of employment in the country you're constantly having that battle with yourself about I can't let what I see and what I hear and what I deal with, I can't let that transform me into a bad guy. I can't. I. I, do, I cannot afford the luxury of getting fed up. I can't afford the luxury of people d- refusing my presence but and refusing Joe, the question. I'm not done. Oh, sorry. I can't afford that luxury. I can't afford it. Uh, and I'm sure they have this... They're wrestling with this constantly. I go back to Chauvin, who, to me, and I'm in no way offer this as a means of excusing him. I think he's dreadful. But he, he wasn't there. He was not there. Mm. His eyes were somewhere way far away. Yeah, yeah. He was gone. He would look up at those protesters
3: that were begging him to get off, and he didn't even blink. He just stared at him. But, Joe, I think that that's so much easier said than done. And I'm and I'm speaking from personal experience. What, what is easier said than done? That a cop can just separate the two. It, it's not, I, What did I oh. just get done saying, but, but, Chris? But, but
0: hang on one second. No, you're not listening clearly, Chris. I said that must be the biggest weight they face on a day-to-day basis is, is constantly reminding themselves that they can't afford to become undisciplined. They just can't. That's what I'm saying. Right. And that's, but, what do you mean easier said than done? Most of them pull it off. They do, but I'm may, going to tell you right I, now,
3: Chris? from personal experience, when I was a kid, my old man was two separate people. When the yes. week he would be working, he was yes. a crab ass, he yelled, yeah. it was tough yeah. being around him. The week he was off, he was the greatest dad on the planet. Gentle I'm, giant. It's, it, and that was, that was 30 years ago they didn't they have they to carry it, the it around that,
2: such. It, yeah they, they do carry a lot of baggage and a lot of it results in severe crippling depression yeah and suicide you, you know this this scars them for life it's like you said they're dealing with stuff the rest of us have no idea None i, at all. I,
0: I, I just i just keep trying to uh if i dug myself a hole uh uh, the Atlanta officer, I guess what I'm trying to do is dig my way out of it. I'm not
3: sure I've dug a hole. Uh, no, I don't think you have. I just think it, it's we're, it's discussion because yeah. it's you know it's a huge topic right now. Yeah, I don't think you've dug yourself a hole.
0: I really, really think that uh, cops living in the city would be a really smart thing to do. And I know it's been tried, and I know it's, uh, the union won the battle to not to, but I I, I think that's a really smart step. I really do. I just—that's uh, just one more thing we, we're asking of you. Uh, we not only expect you to uh, safely guard us all, but we're going to tell you where to live. I suppose it reaches a point where it's hard to hear that stuff.
2: No, oh, I don't want to live in on Thirty Eighth in Chicago. I want to live in uh, Chanhassen. Right. Yeah. He yeah. wants to be anonymous out in Chanhassen, and at yeah. this point, I guess I, I can't blame him. Yeah. You know. And, and I, I generally do side with your your side of the argument there but you can't blame them for wanting to get away no but
0: do you do you agree that it would i think go a long way into defusing some tensions Uh,
2: i i think it would but i also think it would put them in extra jeopardy uh extra danger i think they would become a target Mm. well maybe in today's inflamed world they would yeah
0: yeah. Well, look
3: at the case of Chauvin and Floyd. They worked together at a yeah. nightclub. Right. Yeah. Part-time. I mean, so there was, there was somewhat of a, of a connection. And that, yeah. who knows if that, you know, if that led well, oh, to there anything. Was a piece, no, there was a piece done, uh, and I believe it was done by the AP.
2: They had numerous negative encounters. Do you know that Chauvin is entitled to his
0: pension? No matter if he's convicted. Yep.
1: Did not know that
0: a pension uh, of about 50 grand a year. Boy, the the public class has some real ironclad union contracts, don't they? they the really Minnesota right. Public Employees Retirement Association said in a statement that former employees who meet length of service requirements qualify for benefits regardless of whether they quit or are fired. Those payments are not affected by criminal charges or convictions according to state law. Oof. Chauvin's annual payments would be around fifty grand if he elected to begin receiving distributions at age 55
3: because he was on the force for 19 years. So would, he gets his dough no matter what. Would the union have a right to step in and say, uh, or is that an iron, like you said, is that ironclad? I think that's, that's, I think state, that's, that's state law. Whew. That's not a
0: good look. Mm-hmm. That's state law. I don't know what the situation... Uh, maybe that's well, true of everybody. I don't know. I get a pioneer press pension. You ain't going to go out to dinner on it, but I get one. <laughs> right. And, and I'm point wondering point. if I got convicted of murder if it would cease.
3: Who would you be more likely to kill, Rook, me, or Kenny? Hmm. Uh, <laughs> that's a really that's tough a one, yeah. That's
2: really so tough, sh- man. That's hard. So should his wife or ex-wife or whoever his descendants be made to suffer? No, I don't, I, mean, care. I, I don't care. I don't care. All right. All right. I don't care. I don't care.
0: Downing, frequent contributor Downing, has some great thoughts. Uh, there's a great irony surrounding the Columbus statue on the state capitol grounds. I only became aware of the statue's existence a few years ago when it became the focus of protests. I wonder, as I'm sure did many others, why the heck do we have a statue of Columbus here in Minnesota? The answer, it was placed at the request of Italian-Americans who also paid for it. They wanted recognition as real Americans. Italian immigrants were not so readily welcomed into white Anglo-Saxon Protestant America. They were Catholics. They ate strange spicy foods. They were stereotyped as criminals. They were described with offensive racial slurs. Dago, for example. They had dark skin. In fact, they often were not even considered white people. As a result, they settled for lousy jobs and lived in the worst parts of town. In St. Paul, they moved into Sweet Hollow and settled in the frequently flooded upper levee area. Yes, that is true. The statue was an attempt to recognize Italian Americans as real Americans with an important place in the American story. None of that is to say that Native Americans shouldn't take offense at the prominence of this statue or the wording on its base, but there is tremendous irony here. Remember when that fellow came from out of town and filed a complaint about the hot dago sandwich on a local restaurant menu? A lot—I I remember that. I wrote a column. Yes. About it. A lot of us laughed at him, saying it's just a name for a sandwich. It reflects local history. But naming a sandwich after a slur used to refer to Italians is no different from naming a football team after a slur used to refer to Native Americans. The principle is exactly the same. So why do we react differently? because Italian-Americans have been allowed to take their place at the table and have been accepted as real Americans. Native Americans, on the other hand, are still marginalized on the outside looking in. The need for the Columbus statue on the Capitol grounds has passed, but let's not throw it into the blue recycling bin. Here he's got a great idea. Columbus might not be part of Minnesota's history, but the statue itself is part of our local history. Let's place it elsewhere in St. Paul in one of the old Italian immigrant neighborhoods with a new plaque not proclaiming Columbus the discoverer of America, but telling the story of how Italian immigrants faced discrimination here and how they paid for this statue as a way of fighting back. Let the statue tell a story of overcoming racism and let that lesson inspire us to do better by Native Americans right here, right now in 2020. Isn't that that's that's some great thoughts. That's pretty good. Uh, yeah. Uh, Mancini's, I bet Mancini would would, would love that statue, uh, not because he would be praising Columbus's behavior with Native Americans, but because his father started that great restaurant uh, while a resident of that levee, that river, right. that flooded out river right, levee where a lot of Italians lived. Uh, somewhere on uh, Cosetta's, uh, somewhere along 7th Street. Put the statue up with a different plaque. I'm sure it wouldn't last long.
1: True. Yeah, he's uh, but he's on the out. He's on the out now. There's there's I think there's no going back with Christopher Columbus. Um, people have rules and and have their eyes open.
2: I retweeted something. Uh, Werzer retweeted um on Twitter yesterday, and it's worth looking up. And uh, her part, she wrote before retweeting this: statues are not about rem- remembrance; they are about commemoration, not teaching, but moralizing. And then she uh, retweeted a threat. Uh, excuse me, a thread from a guy named Brett Devereaux, a historian, and he weighs in with, I don't know, like 20 tweets about his thoughts about what statues are and what function they serve. And uh, it was it was amazing re- reading and really an eye-opener, and I would encourage everybody to look up Werzer and follow this uh, thread or Brett Devereaux and follow the thread. Um, it, it was really interesting. And, the colorless... I think I've changed my view, uh, uh, Such. I, I think I've changed my view due to this, this guy's tweets. Your view on what? Well, I had been preaching the donor race history business. and Yeah, I'm going, he, to, con- he, I'm going to continue to. He, he addresses that. Well, then you should read this uh, because, you know, but, you like, both, you, you like bo- both sides of an argument, so it'd be fun for you to read this, and but, then I'd but, like to hear your thoughts. But Downing just gave us a very brief and really oh, yeah. good education. Yeah. That story, that
0: statue for Italian Americans has tremendous historical significance. Yeah. And they they probably didn't erect it to co- to celebrate Columbus's behavior. They erected it to say, aren't we part of the game too? We you know, this that was the only figure they could come up with. Right. Right. Was there an Italian pope in the 30s? Yeah, I, I don't. weren't remember. most popes Italian? They I suppose were. they could have put up Matthew, an
2: Italian pope. They had a pretty nice run, but yeah. I don't remember. Matthew, remember. they they could have put that cook up, uh, chef uh, chef Boyardi. Yeah,
1: they, he was yeah. very good Italian. Uh, lightly, uh, he he broke barriers. Mom- he broke Momia. barriers. Yeah. <laughs> chef Boyardi. Yeah, hey, let's go to the you press his belly button and the spaghettios come out of his. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, I won't finish it.
0: You want to walk the walk and talk, talk I, about I'm, mosquitoes? Yes, yes, let's go. You want to get rid of mosquitoes? Yes. Do you like ticks? No. Yeah, no. They serve no. no purpose. They have no ambition. A tick today is the same as a tick a billion years ago. They've had no marketing plan. No. They have no business being here. That's why you call Mosquito Shield. Mosquito Shield, that's all they do. They get rid of the mosquitoes and ticks in your yard so you can enjoy the summer days and evenings that we get. And let's face it, here in Minnesota... You don't get that many. You want to be outside every chance you get, enjoying your own backyard, enjoying the weather. Ray and Mike are a father-son team who own and operate two franchises of Mosquito Shield here in the Twin Cities. Their territory runs east of 169 all the way to the St. Croix River and north to Forest Lake, south to Lakeville. A lot of territory there. A lot of mosquitoes and ticks in that big square, and they'll get rid of them. And here's what they
3: do, Joe. They send you a text. I just got one yesterday. Hey, this is Mosquito Shield. We're going to be out to perform service on june 15th they give you a heads up so that you can plan around that with the fam and whatnot nice today. yep and they got the special juice you can't go to Fratelloni's and you can't go in Fratelloni's
0: and say do you guys sell the, the mosquito stuff that mosquito shield uses no nope, 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 no no nope. that's a what we call a proprietary blend <laughs> invented by the owner and founder of of Mosquito Shield. Uh, they're great. They're going to take care of you and your yard. They come out every 10 to 17 days, and they uh, they do this till the uh, ticks and mosquitoes go, go dormant in the fall. Find them at moshield.com M-O-S-H-I-E-L-D, one word, moshield.com uh, or call Ray or Mike at 612 619 1556. Get rid of mosquitoes and ticks in your yard right now.
2: University of Garage Logic 98 College of Self Esteem Zip Not a Nothing. Here's Joe Souchere. The CP
0: uh, follows among others uh, George Conway, who is the husband of uh, Kelly Ann. What's her name? Huh? Kelly Ann. Kelly Conway. Kellyanne Conway yeah. yeah, and George is not a Trump fan, right? But he's a he's a pretty successful lawyer, and he doesn't tweet out the wrong things. He's retweeting something from MidasTouch.com. It takes a very weak president to put out an ad on Craigslist for minority actors to attend the COVID Trump rally in Tulsa. Actors needed June 20th Tulsa. Excited and enthusiastic minority actors and actresses needed to hold signs at event in Tulsa. Send headshot and resume for early consideration. This may be applied towards community service if necessary in lieu of payment. Wow. Wow! Holy cow! Well, but if it was anybody but George Conway Kenny, I would say it's fake. But he's uh, he's he lives to defame, huh?
1: What'd you say? Just
0: a minute. Wait, wait, wait! (laughs) Yeah, he runs the Project Lincoln uh, outfit, and he, uh,
2: uh, Sooch? Okay. Tell the bride Kenny says hi. You got another mic? Yeah. She you left. Got, you got she another left. mic for her? She's gone. Was that her debut? Yeah. She's so gone.
1: She uh, A couple weeks ago. That's tell right. Her
2: to, tell her to text me. She didn't respond last night when she I said She makes a mean text. beef tenderloin and sour bratton
1: to die for.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. You're Boy. a lucky man, Joe. How, how did it become Are what, what? You give her a big hug after the podcast Jeez. and just say, Rook says hi. She home. is a stoic Woman, yep. a strong
3: woman. You know, she's one a of the, little
1: off on her politics, but you know, one of the a current little?
3: trends right now in the world of podcasts, Joe, is a lot of a lot of couples are now uh, doing podcasts oh together, and uh, you know, kind of a he said she said kind of a deal. Maybe that's the uh, next avenue. The for point it. counterpoint podcast. <laughs> Do you
0: think that uh, I've been, I've been uh, exaggerating when I say once you start dismantling things like Calhoun, Christopher Columbus, whatever it is, Confederate statues, uh, do you think uh, I've been exaggerating when I say it'll never stop? No. No. How about this one? Uh, Penny Lane. The no. Beatles song?
1: No, it's not. I don't know what it is, but it's not. <laughs> Listen to this, Rook. Penny Lane. Penny Lane. It's in my ears and in my eyes. It's in danger of
0: being renamed uh, because someone is insisting that the street was named after James Penny. This is in Liverpool. Uh, who was uh, possibly a slave trader. They don't know yet. They're, they're going to attempt to find out. Uh, one of the signs was defaced Friday with the word racist spray painted next to it in, appearance, in apparent reference to James Penny, a Liverpool-based save slave trader uh, who somebody claims defended the practice during a parliamentary inquiry in the late 1700s. But the city's International Slavery Museum said that claims of Penny Lane being named after James Penny are not conclusive, so they don't know what to do. So right now it's still called Penny Lane.
1: And 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 Penny Lane, of course, I'm looking up the lyrics, does not reference James Penny at all. But there's no evidence that, that it's named for James Penny.
0: Uh, one theory is it got its name from a toll to cross the road that was once paid in pennies, according to Sky News. As for the ad- P-E-N-N-Y... As for the definitive origin of the road's name, the International Slavery Museum, which reportedly has Penny Lane in a display of streets with names linked to slavery, says it is actively carrying out research to find out. Uh, and it goes on to say that it even mentions Minneapolis in this story. Uh, all of all of the all across the United Kingdom, monuments of historical figures and what they represent have been under scrutiny and review following the death of George Floyd in Minneapolis, which was three weeks ago now, today. Three weeks ago tonight, correct? Yes. Memorial Day was three weeks ago tonight? Yeah. Uh, So Penny Lane, yeah, that might have to go.
1: Wow. Yeah, yeah. Penny bleeping lanes. This is, this. okay, the the floodgates are opening up, and uh, we are going to be sorry. There's going to be a point where somebody's going to go, what are we doing? And I hopefully somebody on the on the left says, "Guys, uh, take a seat back. Let's let's just let's reassess and hit the refresh button." God, it's so annoying. Uh, good afternoon, fireworks commissioner and
0: fellow uh, neighbors in Gumption County. Hell, you
1: yeah. nope.
0: I bring you a rumination of what we live under in the non-Gumption County area of the state. One, our medical and government people have told us we will either get to a vaccination or we will achieve herd immunity, all for the sake of COVID-19 and saving lives. Number two, the leaders of the left have been telling us they want to be ruled by non-police counselors and community members who can better deal with the non-law-abiding people in this community, thus achieving herd mentality. We all must follow their lead because they are the bastion of knowledge and leadership. It is true we are being truly led by all too common nincompoops that were elected by people who are intellectually lazy. Culmination between the two issues we face are herd mentality has created a herd immunity or vice versa. Yes, you choose. That's the best I can do. Keep your dauber up and may the fair winds blow your sails to logical outcomes. Thank you, Mayor, signed Bill. And he notes parenthetically, uh, we have not heard from our friend Bill Stein from Aiken lately, and, and this Bill is worried about him,
1: Bill Spriegel, He's Oh, you're worried. right. We have not heard from him.
3: Reeve, were you telling me you received a book from yeah, Bill Stein? Yeah, he, 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 he mailed in a book for both you and Patrick, uh, but you just haven't been in, been in the office for a, a number of weeks. That's right. So it's, it's in your mailbox, but Pat Pat got his, and he opened it up. unlocked a no, whole he bunch didn't. of checks. No,
2: Pat didn't get his because I took it home, and I'm halfway through it.
3: Oh. Billy
2: Stein,
0: (laughs) uh, your words of wisdom would be welcome during this time. Billy's a good thinker, Uh, 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 and it just suddenly dawns on me, yes. I I went through that long period where I wasn't hearing from Sanibel Jim. We got that squared away. I wonder if Billy and I are having an email problem.
3: Hmm. Are you getting emails, Reeves, I was just going to say, I do know that they did increase the um, security filter on email about a week and a half ago. Uh, yeah. and What's that
0: got to do with style? No,
3: but I mean regular people, you know, t- Kelsey, a lot of people that regularly email us, yeah. for some reason they're ending up in our um in our uh what do you call it, trash folder. Well that's unacceptable. I know, I'm trying to figure out how we can fix it. Don't There's say anything statu-
2: bad about them on the air. Don't 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 say anything bad. I don't even know who I would
0: say anything bad about. I don't even know who you're talking about. For a million dollars, name that tune. Right. <laughs> say there's a statue of uh, Lincoln in Boston, uh, where a petition is now calling for its removal okay. because it's uh, uh, kneeling at Lincoln's feet as an emancipated slave, and uh, the the, uh, the the wisdom has it that if we were emancip- emancipated, why isn't the slave standing? Uh, next to Lincoln, uh, why does he have to appear to have been groveling? So I, 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 I don't know what the original intent of the sculptor was, but it's Lincoln where they freed a black man, and uh, that that probably won't last a week.
3: Mm. That'll have to go. You called it a week ago. Mount Rushmore is next.
0: Uh, you called who's it. On? Yeah, oh, Jefferson's on there. Washington's
2: on there. Teddy Roosevelt, Roosevelt and Lincoln. And Lincoln. So the guy that wrote and pushed through the Emancipation Proclamation—that mm-hmm. that guy now evil. took a war, went to war for it.
1: Uh, did you see Alan Page's uh, Justice Page's tweet? I have to pull this up because I it... only
3: did because you retweeted it.
1: <clears throat> oh, did it? I oh, that's right, it did.
3: Uh, right on me. He has. Do you have it up, Chris? I don't. I can find it in a
1: second, though. Okay. He made reference, here we go, I got it here, Uh, naive silly me, until this latest kerfuffle it never occurred to me that military bases were named after confederate generals, who names military bases after losers? I just thought it was a clever tweet.
0: That's not by his standards. That's hilarious. <laughs> yes,
1: Alan Page is not really. He's not Justice a funny Page guy. Justice Page is not a funny guy, but not a not funny guy. By his standards, that's
0: pretty good. good. No, that's not bad. That's yeah. not that's funny. That's funny. A little. He's trying to bring a little humor into it. Uh, I wonder how the salon will react to this. I think Kelsey alerted me to this. When uh, will they get wind of this in salon in the salons across the? Uh, areas around the country's tallest buildings a majority of truckers are vowing to halt deliveries to cities that defund or disband their police departments 79 percent of truck drivers said they felt their safety would be at risk if they had to deliver to a city with a disbanded police department according to cdl news a website for the commercial trucking industry long haul truckers
2: go ahead i'm sorry
0: Long-haul truckers have been on the front lines of the coronavirus pandemic for the past year due to stay-at-home owners requiring most Americans to buy their goods online and have had to deal with protests. Now many truckers are worried about going to places such as Minneapolis, Minnesota, where the city council president reportedly plans to dismantle their police department following the death of George Floyd. CDL News asked drivers on its app to explain their reasoning for not delivering in this city. I will not deliver to an area with a disbanded police department. My life matters, and I do this for my family. We are already at the mercy of these towns and cities with laws and hate against us for parking, getting a meal, or even using a restroom, one driver responded. Simple. We may not like it all the time, but law and order is necessary, another driver said. Truck driving has historically been ranked as one of the most dangerous jobs in the U.S., I didn't know this. Listen to this. In 2018, the U.S. Bureau of Labor Statistics ranked truck driving as the most dangerous job in the country with construction workers coming in second, farmers and ranchers taking third, and groundskeepers taking the fourth uh, slot, and miscellaneous agricultural employees
2: rounding out the list. I'm not not Uh, buying that. Groundskeepers? You mean like the people at Target Field? I have to laugh. Isn't loggers number one? The chainsaw guys? Loggers is number one sawmill guys but i, but I, don't,
3: I one. how can you how can you in any way fault the truck drivers for having that kind of stance i okay. certainly wouldn't blame them
2: okay wait a second guys let's read between the lines here and let's invite our trucker friends to email us and talk to us by tomorrow uh and my cynicism is telling me this is one union backing another union that's just the cynic in me coming out. Well, um, let me let me give you a counterpoint, and, and, Kenny. And, and I'm seeing truck drivers answering to their union and going wherever the hell they're told to go by their yeah. union and their companies. Otherwise, they'll be replaced by another
3: truck driver. So, so
2: I, I just see this as BS.
3: Well, the, week, my... the weekend that all hell broke loose here um, after the murder of George Floyd, my brother – Kenny, you've met my brother – um, he did. He had a couple of deliveries in Minneapolis that Friday, and he did not go because Is of he that. A
2: union driver? I
3: don't think so. No, I,
2: I think he's an independent. Yeah, I, I, I'm talking union shops and union drivers. Okay, I, my 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 cynicism flag didn't
0: go up on that, but uh, I could I could make myself get there. I guess there'll always be some form of a police union, no matter how they believe they restructure this yeah uh, because that you have that right to to, to unionize uh but I, I i don't i wouldn't blame a truck driver of uh, for coming up with this without any union
2: input no. let's let's put it to the truck drivers come on guys uh you know, send us an email overnight here's, here's, how you know. s-
1: here's how you send her out breaker one nine is anyone there come on back truckers and talk to teddy bear <laughs> it, 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 maybe <laughs> so trucker
2: lying. maybe our, our friends maybe you could just ignore matthew and right. send such an right. email right. uh right.
3: We'd like but, but, to hear your thoughts.
0: But if the if the world becomes lawless, who's going to blame a trucker for taking a load of food into a city, knowing his truck's going to get ransacked? Did
3: you guys see the video that same weekend I was talking about? I believe it was outstate Atlanta or outside of Atlanta. The FedEx driver. Did you guys see that no, video? No, yeah, I did. It was what Kenny about eight eight guys that tried to take over his truck, and he said, uh, "This isn't happening." Hit the gas and ac- and accidentally ran over one of the guys. I mean. Well, we saw it right in downtown Minneapolis on the freeway too, where a, a, a truck slowed down
2: and they opened up the back and they were in it yep. throwing crap out as the guy was driving away.
3: Yep. No, I, I absolutely do not blame the truckers if they have that opinion. So
2: yeah, it'd be it'd be a lot of fun to hear from the truckers and various opinions too. Well, that's
0: why when I'm when I'm getting around in the urban environment, I just like to be on my Yamaha scooter. There you By go. the way. I just received a recall notice for it, and it says if your dealer no longer exists where you purchase it, which happens to be the case in my case, uh, then any Yamaha dealership uh, can handle it. It's head bolts. they gotta re- they got to re-gasket the head. Uh, and so I'm going to have Tim Bloom at Ecofund Motorsports pick it up. He's a Yamaha dealer, and they'll do the service and bring it back to me. That's true of all customers of Ecofund Motorsports in downtown Forest Lake on Highway 61, You know bicycling has become the hottest craze in the United States this summer. They have the Bintelli electric assist bikes. They have the scooters. They have really, really neat recreational stuff for kids. They got the helmets and the apparel and a great service department. And uh, I'm going to tell you something right now. If you need service, they come and pick up what you uh, need service on, take it back to Forest Lake, repair it, bring it back to you, all for a nominal charge. It's a great setup. It's a really, really great store with really great products, full line of uh, Yamaha uh, equipment and uh, the scooter like mine. And uh, you know what I even might do? If he says, you know what? This thing is toast. You need to get a new one then that's where I'd get a new one. Boom. But I don't think it's toast. I drove it yesterday and it's fine. You leak gasket that head, you're fine. But the re, the recall <laughs> said the recall said stop driving it immediately. Don't drive it. Wait. So, I got to get a hold of Tim Bloom up at EcoFun in Forest Lake and have him pick it up.
1: Does that affect my Zuma?
0: Not unless you got a recall. I don't think you got a recall. I didn't get a recall. This is specific to my scooter.
1: Okay. So yeah, you're just yeah. going to run up there, regasket the head, shoot back down to Lunds and pick up some carrots.
0: <laughs> well, no, no, I'll have I'll have Tim Bloom at Ecofund Motorsports pick it up for me. Got it. And repair it and yeah, I'll, I'll have to do the whole service on the thing. It's fantastic. It's just fantastic and you can enjoy those same same amenities at EcoFun Motorsports in downtown Forest Lake right on Highway 61.
2: You'll learn more here by accident than elsewhere by design. Here's Joe Suchere. You want a roof? Oh, ho, ho, ho. I'll get I'll you a roof, you rough, my friend. I even wrote a jingle. Aim high, construction. Wow, GLers, it's time for a few introductions. Guys, I want all of you to meet longtime GLer, Chris Miller. He is, in fact, Hi, Chris. the owner of of uh, hold on there's gonna be a time and a place for fist bump <laughs> suits don't oh, don't oh. jump the gun here all right uh chris miller is the owner of aim high construction based here in the twin cities now everybody glers say hi to chris hi chris Hi, hi, chris. Hey, chris. Oh, chris. hi chris. chris. say hi to the gang now chris is a veteran of the first gulf war so if you read between the lines here, you here. know that he's uh he, he's old enough to know better but well versed on common sense solutions to everyday problems. And along with his crews, Chris and Aim High Construction, they're going to tackle just about any job that needs doing, from roofing, siding, decking, to full remodels and restorations. New construction, you bet, Aim High Construction will help with all the design consultation. If you're thinking about a new kitchen or bath, or maybe finally finishing off that basement, Chris and the crew at Aim High, they're also going to help you out there with uh, that and even light commercial work, which... It's actually a big deal right here in minneapolis they're a full service construction company obsessed with quality craftsmanship and honest service you can find them on the web aim or and i just figured this out recently such. I, I'm is, this is this guy a Geller.
0: is this guy oh G-L-er? my god
2: then, a he G-L-er. then he could be trusted then he could be trusted and not only is he a Geller, he contacted us yeah but I, I just figured out something such if if we do a phone number they can put us on pause and hit reverse so we don't have to say the phone number 800 (laughs) times. True, Chris's phone number, 612-231-2182. And Chris is a great guy. I'm actually having him come over to my place tomorrow. We're going to talk about a few issues I have. So everybody meet Chris, and uh, Chris, say hi to everybody. Say, uh, Vic and Egan,
0: uh, I I don't know how I'm going to get this done because you guys won't do it, He's alerting me to a flag uh, printer. Uh, he, he says, you could start the GL Nation. You'd sell a lot of flags. we got to get the GL flag. Mm-hmm. Every every gay and lesbian in America would buy one.
1: GL? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, because it says
0: GL. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the GLers would know what it means, but think of the sales. We've got to think, think
1: of something up for BT, though. Think of the sales. Who's BT? Well, it's GLBT.
2: <laughs> Gee whiz, Joe.
1: So we got to think of something like, be there. GL, be there. Like a great I think we should know, stop having a, a think tank right now. <laughs> right. <laughs> on-air research and development marketing meetings. It just is not working on it. It's on-air. not our
2: style. Such, didn't you, in fact, fund our sticker uh, program? Didn't you buy a couple thousand dollars worth of uh, stickers? couple thousand. About 850 bucks worth. Well, buy us some flags. Let's get them, first of all, to our clients and sponsors. Yeah. Uh...
0: Well, who's going to take care of that? We don't have a crack promotions department I, anymore. I, I, you, you write the me? check.
1: I, I, re- I, I, you buy we re prefer cash. Actually, cash is better. Let's see. I'm not sure how much. We'll start with five large. <laughs>
0: well, if we're going to be serious about it, they got to be good flags,
3: right?
2: We we are. They, we're in the process. Quality it can't stuff. be
3: paper. No quality you know, Chris, stuff.
2: Chris, Chris, we have been hearing well, that could be we expensive. In the process but, for years.
3: Okay, let's let's just let's just take a little head count here. How many of people on the show are actually in the freaking building right now? Uh, that'd Ooh, be two of us. So we got two. Uh, so we have two. basically no staff right now in the Hubbard Building, so a lot of the stuff is a little slower because nobody is here. So when's that going to end? By the way, uh, we're we're waiting on your guy, Governor Walls,
2: who's sending out all those crabby coffee shop mugs that I sold last week.
1: I don't know. I just saw a couple that uh, uh, tweets. I don't, I didn't. I I, I floated over them.
3: I think they're sold out. But I'm not sure. Stop asking questions.
2: <laughs> I got a, I got a who CI... Who
1: 65 g- series?
2: <laughs> I got a
3: CI
0: girl here who wants a, a sticker. I should mail her one. Okay. Where's her... If you
1: uh, want to
3: forward me the address, I can send one in to her in the mail. You know what? I don't believe you. Oh, jeez. Okay. She dated That's this easy.
0: May 11th. I'm a little tardy. Yep. Uh, uh, Hail of flashlight king. Would you be so kind as to send one of your biggest fans a, uh, a GL sticker? Thank you, Sarah. In uh, Brooklyn Park, hmm. uh, you know the, the problem is I don't have the right size envelopes to send those stickers out. They don't unless you. I suppose I could fold the sticker in half. No, don't do that. No, don't, no, that. don't, don't do that. Increase don't don't it. Jeez. Oh, make it over crease. Well, then we need to. We need flags. We need envelopes. Uh, sure. We need a production team. We need all kinds of things. Only because they come to us all the way from Mumbai, India. What do you got? Our friend Tom Lyman. This day. On this day in Minnesota history, now get this, in 1909, on this day, June 15th, 1909, the St. Paul police activated motorcycle patrols with two plainclothes officers watching traffic on Summit Avenue.
2: Hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. Those were the
0: first two to roll. out. What year was that? Uh, 1909. And, of okay. course, the papers have had a lot about this. On this day in 1920... One of the ugliest days in Minnesota history, three African-American workers for the John Robinson Circus were lynched in Duluth. The men mm. were accused of raping a white woman, ignoring the pleas of a priest and a judge. A mob of 5,000 breaks into city jail and hangs the men from a lamppost. Damn. God almighty. On this wow. day in 1933, Brewer William Ham Jr. is kidnapped at Minnehaha Street and Greenbriar Avenue in St. Paul. He was released after a ransom of $100,000 was paid. Gangster Roy Tuhi uh, is brought to trial but acquitted, and investigators later learned that the real culprits were the barker Carpus gang. Hmm. Yeah. Yep. In 1939 on this day,
1: 39.
0: Crown Prince Olaf of Norway dedicates Duluth Anger Tower, which offers spectacular views of Duluth Harbor and Lake Superior. Bert Anger was a Norwegian-born businessman who ran a successful furniture store in Duluth. He donated much of the estate to the city after his death. Boy, that ain't going to happen anymore. I wouldn't donate one
2: nickel to this right. city. Have you been there? Have you Duluth? been to that tower? No, I have not to been the to the, the tower. tower. No, The tower is fantastic. It's yeah. really cool. It's can cool you go spot. up in it? Yes, you can.
1: Are huh. you, um, is this a new sponsored segment or have you just run out of topics?
2: <laughs> I know. I'm not sure you won't <laughs> <us to laughs> to... we do it this day
0: in history. you only do it. I've told you a thousand times. I mm. only
3: do it because it comes to <laughs> us by way Mumbai. of Mumbai, India, which
1: is fun to say.
3: Mumbai. It is. Mumbai. And right. now with celebrity birthdays, here is Kenny Olsen. We don't Brian. do that. What do you got? We don't On do that day, kind of thing. You know.
2: Rogers. <laughs>
3: City's now
0: calling on cops to work 12-hour shifts with no days off, despite the defund rallying cry. That's another interesting thing. Uh, these snowflakes like uh, Fry are going to end up needing the police more than ever. Did you read where they have this, uh, you know, this this autonomous zone in Seattle? Yeah. They need. It. They had a fire in there, so they had to call the fire department, which is totally against their ideology. Right. right. So uh, when, what's going to happen when Fry? God forbids, needs the police to to quell more unrest. You've got a week of 90-degree uh, temperatures coming up. I'm just, we all can keep our fingers crossed that things remain uh, calm. Uh, but uh, when Fry needs the coppers, what's he going to do? I need to look and overcome my own shortcomings. You read this twaddle this guy was he talking about? He just has about? to
1: go, like Kenny who does to me sometimes, Matthew. Shh. Yeah, that's what somebody needs to tell him. Shush. I regret doing that. By the way, I apologize. Why? No, I don't. Doesn't because it's, it's yeah. Uh, I, every time you've done it, though, you've been right. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the uh, winds were quite something over the weekend. Uh, oh yes, boy. gust of fifty-five yesterday, Souch. Yeah, it, it was, was indoor weather. It
2: was awful.
0: Yeah, it were, It really was howling, uh, both Saturday and Sunday. Just howling. Well, fellas, I want to tell you. I'm going to act sooner uh, rather than later on getting a car because I've got some cars. I have two cars for sale, and I'm going to need something to drive. Well, of course, to do that, I will head to Schmel's countryside of Maplewood on the southeast quadrant of Highway 61 and Highway 36, where right now, a fabulous deal on all 2019 and 2020 Volkswagens, including the Atlas Crossboard. Zero percent interest for 72 months and 120-day payment deferral for all those 2019 and 2020 Volkswagens. Zero percent interest for up to 60 months on certified pre-owned vehicles. They've got some beauties, including some Alfa Romeos. But here's what you do. What was that? <laughs> that
3: was Racy. <laughs> Jeez.
0: You go to Schmelz Countryside. You go uh, three distinct websites. Go to SchmelzVW.com. Yep. SchmelzAlfaRomeo.com, mm-hmm. SchmelzFiat.com. Do your homework, pick out what you want to have ready for you and waiting for a test drive, and then call for your own personalized sales appointment. 651 243 4316. Or if you have any, happen to be driving by right now, swing in. I bet they'd accommodate you. I bet they'd accommodate you. These are great vehicles. It's. I'll be driving one of them coming up uh, for sure by fault,
3: yes? So, so Rook, uh, Joe mentioned at the beginning of that ad that he's uh, currently selling two vehicles. What was your process like and your experience like dealing with Sushuri Automotive? I would highly recommend nobody ever buy (laughs) one directly from him. Uh, Twice I was called and said, uh,
1: Mr. Mikulski, we're having trouble getting your paperwork through. (laughs) He was like playing office at a real place. He thought, I'm going to rook the numbers with the sales manager. I don't know if I can do this. Uh, This is pretty low. It's,
0: no, uh, I remember what I was terribly worried about what? was you getting
1: the damn thing titled. Oh, the title. And I uh, yeah. remember every day, Oh, yeah. hey, did you uh, you sign that title yet? You know what? I ran over to the, uh, I had to go to the uh, barbershop and uh, get that bleeping title signed. <laughs> I'm going to forge it myself. We got her done. It took a while, but we got her done. Who are our
0: friends up uh, north who sat in the studio and they also, uh, they're also, they're from Aiken, six, right? Dave Aiken. And- Steve and Julie? Yeah. Steven, Ju- Steve emailed me, and he... His font, his lasting memory of their visit to the studio was me bitching at you about the title.
3: Oh, that was. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah.
2: And me walking in the studio and saying,
3: "Who the bleep are these two right, clowns?" Right, <laughs> right, <laughs> right, right. Just like when no. the chief was here. Well, you know what they got? They got the full experience. Well, yeah, that's yeah. what happens. In my defense, I was told to
2: play the role of Kenny that day, yes, so you I, did. I
3: I gave them both barrels. They For got their lot.
2: money's worth. You do
0: it well too, believe me. <laughs> is, is Pat wandering around the vicinity he's he is ready, ready to he's go ready to uh, attack well, the uh, world of sports you give me five minutes I'll be
3: right back okay yeah. gotcha Sounds we'll good wrap problem. it
1: up here then in garage logic because sports talk will follow r- r- listed right after the garage logic podcast so you can you got your two for today you got all sorts of great stuff going on go to pod Mn on your phone to get all the great latest minnesota podcasts that are available if you don't have a smartphone you can go to podmn.com on your computer and you can find them all the exact same way we all do garage logic podcast version If you're looking for maybe some tiki torches, how about some tiki torches for this weekend? Oh, yes! Why don't you hit Frats? They've got large ones, they've got small ones, and nothing's better, nothing lights up your backyard (laughs) oasis than a tiki torch. From Frat Aloni's Ace Hardware and Garden Stores. Kenny, I'm gonna come over and drop some in your long like a bunch of pink flamingos. Thank you! Love you, honey. Bye! Bye!